and they're living on the streets. Vehicles, a white van, unknown license. I've seen a flying saucer. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Lost Frequency Podcast. I'm Tom. And I am Rock. And today we had on one from the one-on-one podcast. A very fun and engaging episode. We wanted to go into the homunculus, which is his kind of trademark, I guess you would say. It's for forte. Lack of, yeah, yeah, forte, lack of a better word. But we just basically kind of like just kind of chewed the rag and talked shit and... Yeah. He's um, he's very good at what he does, and uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it just naturally flowed, you know, um, into a different direction more uh, than what I expected. I kind of expected we're going to be talking about uh, homunculus just because I had something ready with about Elucius from Moises. Did wow. you not notice that there was a lot of similarities from what Moises was talking about? And uh, yes, what yes, I did because he was talking about the Bible too, and then how uh, magicians where where yeah, where Jesus did something on the ground and wiped his. I don't remember all of it because it's been I don't know what two months ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's been quite a few episodes, eight to ten episodes ago, and it's you know I have to stay engaged with what I'm doing at the moment. But yeah, there was definitely some um, some things that were the same. Yeah, it, it was it was really interesting. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, as usual, like, subscribe, uh, do that, you know, and leave us a comment. Very important to leave us a comment. Like, tell us what you think. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you like. Yeah, and uh, tell there's, us what you there's been somebody on there. I can't remember his username, but he's been killing it. Chili. I think it's Chili. That guy, uh, thanks a lot. And because uh, every time I turn around, he's like listening to an episode of ours. And I'm just yeah, like, and he's commenting. Hmm. Oh, I love this episode. You guys are awesome. So we already got a shout out just by commenting. So you guys can do the same. Just go ahead and comment. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Check out Mary Rodwell's episode. Easily my favorite episode. I don't know. It just seemed to touch me in a, in a, in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. Sorry. I Not say. physically. Yes. Right. Wow, you're, I, my, I, you're such a I, I don't know. I have so many like favorite episodes. I, I really can't pinpoint which ones. But, you know, if you have a favorite episode, let us know which one that is. And um, you can go, you know, you already know where you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you know who we are on Facebook. But on YouTube, you know, that is our big one that we're trying to beef up here. So just subscribe to the channel, like, comment, uh, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can also always contact us through um, the Lost Frequency Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, send us your stories, and you know when we do our lives, then uh, you can be on there as well. And if you have a a whopper of a story, or 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 um, an encounter, or all the words that people use to experience to experience, yes, um, yeah, and then we'll have you on the show, maybe you know for sure, story. yeah. All right, so, I think I think that I think that's about it. You know, of yeah. course, we have our Kofi. Uh, check us out on Kofi, and uh, the link is always below in the show notes. Go click on, click on there and find out for yourself what it is. You know, yeah. I, there's no sense in me trying to tell you what it is. Go click on the link for Kofi, K-O-F-I. Perfect. Right. So you wanted to bring up a certain topic. Yeah, yeah. So I've been listening to some things about Tataria, okay? Yeah. And I'm not saying I believe it or not, you know, I, you know, the... Ripley's. history <laughs> history is spotted you know at best you know it's i can either uh confirm or deny, confirm or deny. So, so the reverend the yeah the history books are you know 
are, are spotty. Uh, well, the history books are written one way, so you actually, I won't say even spotty, the history books are written one way for you to not know. Um, but that being said, so quick thing about Tataria was lots of buildings built. Um, we claimed that we built them ourselves, and we said we took a year to build these buildings, which is utter nonsense. Mm. Utter nonsense, you know? Yeah. Um, it ties in with something fair, with mud the floods. Fair, the mud floods, okay. Yeah, the mm -hmm. mud floods, you know, um, World's Fair. Okay, so we claimed these buildings. We claimed we built these buildings in a year without any power tools, with horse and carts and buggies, and mm -hmm. the roads are dirt roads. Like, wouldn't you be building a, a bit of a better road, you know, bringing in all this material and skilled labor? It, You know, if, if it was around, like, if they said it took me like it took them 30, 40, 50 years, it'd be more believable when they're saying they're building this in a year. And, and here's another thing. All these buildings are founded. What does that mean? Well, what, what is the word to find? Found it. Found, find is uh, found is the past so tense. The root, of, word, the root word of it you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's found. Like I found this has oh, been founded. This building was founded in like 1857. It's so interesting how like, because that kind of ties into what the episode was about. It's like the, the words are a... Grimoire, grammar. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're a spell. So mm -hmm. like they'll say things like, you know, like all the things you probably guys already know, programming, uh, all those things that are on there that already we just accept. Yes. And we just don't think about them because they're there already. And that's what our guest was talking about, Juan. So, yeah, founded. Very okay. interesting. So, now that I've, I've kind of, like, given you a brief kind of... Laid the groundwork on the foundation. Laid the groundwork on the foundation of <laughs> Tataria. It was as if, like, especially in North America, that they walked in and found these buildings. Everything constructed already. Right. Okay? But... They bring people in. How are you going to bring people in and explain this all? Right. So, what did they claim happened? Do you do you know what happened? The, and this is goes for all major cities. There's one in every major city that it was. I think it was the World's Fair. No, 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 no. Because um, I remember the World. I'm no, just, what I'm talking about is well, to asking. get rid of some of these buildings. What was the excuse to get rid of some of these buildings? Fire. Fire. The fires. Yes. Okay. Oh. And now, like, there's the Great Chicago Fire. But if you go into all the major cities, everyone has one. Baltimore had one. That's true. Okay. Now, wow. now I'm going to bring this, tie this in right. to the Bible. You got me excited here, right? Okay. God ended the world for the first time with a flood. Right. He said he would never do that again. Right. How did he say he was going to. I know you probably know. I'm just going to I'm going to see if I can guess it. Yep. Fire and brimstone. Fire. Okay. Okay. So, yes. Tom got it. <laughs> All people missing. Okay, world ended by fire. What happens before the end of the uh, the end of the world? Isn't there like a bugle being blown? Uh, a kind of rapture, which okay. means that everybody is removed from the earth, except right? for a certain amount. Yes, yes. There's certain people that so they remove like the believers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go. These cities are all abandoned. Mm -hmm. They were found. They said there was these huge fires that destroyed parts of these these. The rapture it, already happened. Yes, could you so not I guess believe? That right? Yes, could you not believe <laughs> that the rapture already happened? Then not the world idea. was destroyed by these fires, more or less. It doesn't mean that it has to be completely like when the flood happened. I'm going to guarantee you, not everything was flooded. I know that there was a lot that was still above the water, but doesn't mean everything was destroyed by fire. So could have not that the world. <clears throat> And the Mayans actually said that the next way, uh, the the way the world was going to be destroyed was, because uh, one was like through jaguars and stuff like that and flooding, and they said the next way it's going to be destroyed was through fires. Could it, the end of the world, have oh, yeah. already happened? So you're telling you're telling me possibly, of mm -hmm. course, us and the audience. And, and I'm and actually very 
excited about this when I was listening, when I was learning, and I'm like, oh my god, I started putting this together. Right. I think it's a very, it's definitely intriguing. I got to give you that. That's a good one. We should maybe bring that up again on the podcast. That's very good. So you're saying basically we're living in a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, um, what's the word? Oh, I just had it in my head when you paused me, and I can't think of it. Um, dystopia. Yeah. And that's the reason why. And we've rebuilt Kanye from Kanye West is on the TV and all this stuff. Like what we're like, all this stuff is basically. We're the offsprings is, of the leftovers. This is the. I, I, that sounds that sounds terrible, but like the we're offsprings of the leftovers. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> like well, the turkey, the turkey in your your fridge is not. But growing it's legs. kind of like the the ones who were left behind. We are the offsprings, and we're picking up the pieces. And we're picking up the pieces. Doesn't mean that we're like those are the ones that were left because maybe they weren't uh, worthy. And mm. I don't mean that in. I'm saying that we aren't worthy. Maybe we have now redeemed ourselves to this point. You know, and it's you kind of definitely write that down and maybe. That's a good concept for a book, dude. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. I'm not even. You know, because you know, I, I can't. It, do it that. came. It actually came to me today. Mm. What, were you, what were you doing? I was listening to another podcast where they're talking about <laughs> where they're talking about Tataria. They were talking about Tataria, oh, and okay. I was like, "Wait a minute, this, you know." And and, and again, I I'm I you know what's it? What do you say? I can I can change you, my mind. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm Willing or I'm able to have my mind changed or whatever. Yeah. I'm sense. reserved to have a mind changed. Yeah, yeah. I reserved to change my I mind. Reserved to change my mind. Of course. Oh my god! What? Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 every one of those was incorrect. Yeah, but but we eventually get there. You will see eventually that Juan was able to say it correctly. Yeah, because I remember that too. Because I remember we had Thomas Seawood on Seawood Seawood Thomas Seawood Seawood, and he was discussing how Chinaqua and the way he was talking to. I think it was Chinaqua. I think I got that right. Yeah. And he was talking like blah 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 his native uh, language, and then I remember listening to some of that like samurai chatter that Juan yep. brought up, and there was a thing that I thought I was like, the, it's just basically another version of a native language that these maybe these big mm-hmm. are speaking. So, yeah. So sometimes podcasts can definitely spark that in your mind to wrap up. Yeah, the yeah. Like someone brings up, proposes an idea, like they pro- they talk about something, but then it you piece things together, and that was it. That was like piecing this together. It's so a very interesting. Concept. Okay, we're gonna have to go deeper. I, I need to go deeper on this. Gonna have to go pretty deep, right? Put yeah, on your, we need. On, we got a rabbit yeah, hole to go down. Yeah, you definitely have to put on your um your uh your mud slickers to go into this rabbit hole because it's gonna be muddy and a mud flood. Exactly. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. So, if any of our listeners like this and they want to input on this, yeah. message us. That would be cool. That way, we can kind of. Like uh, we maybe need wrap to do this, this in the poll. We need to do this in the poll. We'll make a poll. Yeah, a, a poll, or or we'll put the question on on Spotify. Okay, and you send us a message and you tell us what you think. And I'm going deeper in it anyhow. Yeah, there it is. And like always, guys, you are listening to the Lost Frequency Podcast, where we bring the periphery into focus. We truly do about the mud floods. Let's welcome Juan to the <laughs> to the Lost Frequency Podcast. I was like, let's welcome Juan to the one-on-one podcast. Like, no, no, that would have been a mistake. That, that's incorrect. That would be definitely a mistake. Yeah, beginner mistake. But hey, that's the way it is. Well, welcome Juan. Um, welcome to the Lost Frequency Podcast. What up, guys? Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invite. I'm excited to be here and excited to see what we get into on this episode. So thank you for the invite. Me, me yeah. too. Me too. I, I've started listening to your podcast, I'd say, just over a year ago. And you delve deep into like the esoteric, um, the occult, and it's and homunculuses as well, yeah. which is like your main focus. And- I, heard, I heard you on Sam's show. I heard you on the Tim Fall Hat show. And I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. So when he 
when Ryan told me, he's like, oh, we uh, we got Juan coming on. I was like, oh, that's good. I know that guy, dude. He's great. <laughs> so we're looking forward to this conversation as well. Um, Juan, do us a favor. Uh, if anyone doesn't know who you are, which I should know you by now, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where they can find you. You can find me, tjojp.com, uh, at the Juan on Juan podcast on pretty much any platform. I'm on YouTube, any major podcast platform. I'm on there as well. And I am a researcher. I am a truth seeker, all that good stuff. And honestly, I'm just here to have interesting conversations. And I love learning. I've always had a thing for history. I've always had a thing for fringe topics ever since I could remember the first conspiracy or supernatural thing I was into was the Bermuda Triangle when I was a little kid reading about that. And I always had that itch. I would always question my religious upbringings was never given the correct answers or answers that I found adequate. So I started to do digging myself and that unraveled into a whole rabbit hole of things. And I, and for a long time, I started podcasting, I think four years ago. Now I was trying to find my niche. I was listening to podcasts like tinfoil hat and Rogan and all these other podcasts that inspired mine. And I want to kind of do my own thing. And I've, been doing it ever since and i think i found my niche to where it's like the more of the occult esoteric alchemical route of things and i've been looking into things that people that have always been there but people i guess neglected and now it's you know other people are connecting a whole bunch of other dots and i'm, I'm here for it all so yeah i'm just a regular guy like i tell everybody looking to learn something new and bring people along with me on the journey so when you started this journey, like, uh, were you, were your friends or your close family members kind of like weirded out by the fact that you were into this stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. My, my wife, especially, she doesn't give a damn about any of this stuff. She <laughs> thought that I was going to start like worshiping the devil and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, listen, I'm just, you know, cause you have to have a certain kind of mindset when you're looking into certain topics, right? Cause it can get the occult, it's got negative connotations. It, it's not, you know, I wouldn't call it all negative. Essentially what's going on, it's like, you know, I always use the Star Wars analogy where you're tapping into this force where you could use it for good, how you could use it for evil. You know, you can use a spoon to eat your food or you can do other extracurricular activities with it, right? It's like all in the, in the right, beauty is in the eye of the beholder type of thing. But yeah, my family... Definitely. And even like, it's kind of embarrassing even when like friends of people that I know who like, who know me, they're like, Hey, so you heard you have a podcast. What's it, what's it about? <laughs> and I'm just like, it's about stuff. You know, it's about, it's about my neighbors. Yo, you, how was the podcast? What'd you guys talk about? I go, dude, nothing that you will ever know about, you know, cause they're, it's people that, that they don't, you know, that they're, you can't talk to people about, these sort of topics not everyone and and that's a mistake that i make constantly where i think people are into this sort of thing and they're not and you gotta tread lightly when you go to like a your wife's company dinner or something you know you gotta sit there quietly and try not to make eye contact and if they bring up the podcast you gotta just let them know like, yeah it's just about stuff and i sit and i talk i interview people about stuff but yeah people are weirded out and Again, it's something that that I've just gone with and it's 
it grew a lot bigger than I thought I was going to grow four years ago. So I wish I wouldn't use my real name or probably my my face for that, you know, for that matter. So but here we are four years later, I think coming up here in in January, February of, of 24. And I'm here for it all, man. I'm still still going strong. That is awesome. You know, like th that's that's one thing. I would say here in Mexico, when we're here in Mexico and we talk about like, I don't want to say a cult, but just like crazy stuff, crazy shit. We, or I, at least I am like, it, it's received with open arms. Yes. Like a, a lot of people are like, oh, you do? Well, let me tell you what I've had. Let me tell you about my experience. Let me tell you what I heard. And, and it's fantastic. You know, like my, my family, uh, like my wife's family, they're all, they're all Mexican and, and they're all like, like my father-in-law is all into the esoteric he's extremely into the esoteric and he's always excited and he's like you should interview this person or this person um but i'm like well they, they don't speak any english and uh, my spanish is terrible so i don't think that's going to happen right now uh but you know back in in canada where, where i'm originally from it's hit hit or miss you know like you you could be you know you start talking and then some people are like uh that's so weird and then you're like oh Okay, well, I'm just going to sit in a corner now and, like and not talk to anybody. It's kind of like what happened when you first started talking to me. And I was like, hey, you're a little weird, bro. <laughs> so you guys are really you guys are really doing it in Mexico. You guys are in Mexico. I thought you guys said New Mexico when. No, when no. Mexico, dog. No, we're, we're, in the, Mexico. we're in the Gulf of Mexico. Yes, in the heart of it all. Yeah, way yeah. down there. Way down there. That's crazy. You guys are you like you went from Canada, you skipped the US and you're like, I'm just going straight to Mexico. I don't care about the US. Here's one even crazier. I went from Germany. No, no. Well, you went from US to, to Germany. From US to, to Germany to Mexico. So I've been. Wow. Yeah, it's my crazy. third language. My third language, and it's 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 hard, man. This this one's a little harder, dude. So yeah. one of the one of the one thing that I constantly get told by various listeners is because I've been like kicking around the ball of starting uh, a Spanish conspiracy podcast because the Spanish community is underserved when it comes to like esoteric and occult podcasts, and I've had constant you know people from all over the world reach out and, and in, i've had some people in mexico and hispanic speaking countries because i'm from puerto rico and my first language is spanish and though you should definitely start a, a spanish podcast but the problem with that is that there's a lot of things that i wouldn't be able to convey in spanish mm. that i'm able to like describe you know what i mean so there's going to be that barrier i might i don't know i might do it in spanglish who knows <laughs> like the lost in translation kind of thing you know i i, yeah. I understand that yeah yeah. And, and they're, they're, the Spanish community is so on board with this. You know, you, you, you talk about certain things and, and they just have these stories upon stories yeah. that they just keep relaying. Because uh, um, I have a Mexican girlfriend and I just go to these, you know, just let's go to a friend's party and I'm just sitting there and I'm talking. You know, I speak a little Spanish and, uh, and they're like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm kind of semi-retired and I'm also, I started this podcast. Oh, what is it about? And I'd be like, oh, it's about you know, conspiracy theories and ghosts and whatever. And they're like, oh, really? And they just start telling you these things I've never even heard before, like little men that are like two and a half inches tall and Duendes, yeah. horses and huh? Duendes. Duendes. Yeah, that's one of that's yeah. The little tiny yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cutting brake lines and connection with witches and just the great and I'm like and I'm like I feel like I'm on a podcast when they're telling me these things. <laughs> so it's pretty it's pretty wild down here. I I actually quite enjoy it <laughs> well there's a lot of different countries and mexico being one of those 
where they people are more in tune with i guess the esoteric and the occult like if you go over to any other country they're more spiritual and i think that in the states it's not so much like that because right it, everyone assumes in god we trust but we always assume it's the same god that everyone knows and loves like what if the founding fathers had like a different pantheon that we don't know about because they were i mean there is some some evidence that they were part of secret societies either rosicrucian or freemason or whatever societies you want to insert and there's nothing wrong with worshiping miscellaneous gods like me i consider myself christian still i do believe i don't subscribe to the mainstream like religious but i do believe that there is a source i do believe that there is a creator you know if he's an architect or whatever you want to call him i do believe that there's something at the core of it all so you know when it comes to these sort of of things everyone th oh and god we trust it's on our money right it's it's god jesus god right like the the christian god it's like mm, you don't really know right like they could be cthulhu that you're that, that they're trying to <laughs> you know revere on on your on your dollar bill right your your dollar bill that's full of sigils and just weird that's stuff exactly exactly and you think they're you think they're meaning like uh the christian god when you know we have the all-seeing eye <laughs> and, and, and there's uh, a pyramid on there and an yeah. owl and just like in a spider and all kind of, you know, i'm sure okay, it's yeah. nothing i'm sure it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing just it's, yeah go look to, the other way oh in god we trust yeah, yeah, that's to, your god go yes. to starbucks yeah and oh, oh it's sunday after church and you're you're you know you're buying you know you're buying your coffee with like some really weird occultic money <laughs> well there's there's something called and i it was Exertus that put me onto this. It's called, I think it's called Devil Bucks, and it's in India or Bangkok or somewhere over there where they essentially they burn this sigil money or this this money with different sigils to different demonic entities on it. And what it is, it's you're offering to these things on the other side in order to be blessed on on, on this side in this realm. So they have there's that concept of burning off your money i guess as an offering and you are repaid back in some sort of other way but it's like you got to be careful with the with what you wish for right like there's like the monkey paw story where you know you you ask mm -hmm. for 200 bucks and it's like yeah you're gonna get your 200 bucks you might not like how you get it how you get it exactly, exactly. but you're gonna right. get it you know yeah, Here, here's the life insurance policy from your from your wife. Here's your two hundred bucks, but you lose your wife yeah. over it all that. But yeah. I think it also depends. Like you know, you were saying how like Mexico is really into the esoteric and occult, but it also depends where you are in the states. Because if you're in like Appalachia, like in the deep, like these deep hollers of West Virginia, they can really get like they'll they'll definitely mix you know religion and Christianity. But there's also like really deep dark stuff, you know, with witches and large owls and. Uh, entities in the forest calling your children in and things like that like appalachia is very very spooky yeah yeah i'm in i'm in the ass crack of florida so it's definitely <laughs> spooky here it's as spooky as it's gonna get florida man is always lurking florida around man. exactly exactly it's like the, a collective egregore that he's he's always watching you but no i agree and what's the other one superstition superstitious mountains where's that is that over on the is that over on the east coast or west coast or is that central i, I don't know one if you're asking a question i don't know you got to look that up <laughs> that one that's another really interesting one where there is a lot of disappearances and a lot of just i i believe yeah there's a lot of people who a lot of ufo bigfoot and disappearances there and it's really interesting i think i was listening 
I know I was listening to you guys' podcast where you had that guy on talking about the abductions and how there's, I did not know this, how there's entrails found of people just like their entrails. Was that you guys that, that I heard say that? Entrails. No, that would not, not be entrails. us. That would not be us. Who the hell was I listening to then? Anyways. <laughs> I, I got to listen to that one. That sounds, we, yeah. we actually just released one though, where he talked all about abductions. Uh, that was the one we just released today. He was talking all about Jeremiah Dorf. He's just talking all about abductions. I was but... I could have sure it was that episode. He talks about like they just find people's entrails. Like they're like, what happened to the person? Well, we don't know. They disappeared, and here's their freaking organs. Because like the oh my the... god, that, that that would be like last week. Last week we're we're like, oh, I heard this on another podcast. Someone was talking about this, and Tom's like, that's our podcast. Yeah, like, I, think, oh, I yeah. think we're having collective amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happened dude trust me like i do so much reading that things start to blend together and you'll f hear information that you heard on a podcast or you read it in a book and i hate when i have to recall it because it because I'll, I'll sit there and go okay wait let me find what book that was and i'm usually able to find where it happened where it was but the concept of like cattle mutilations that's really interesting and the missing 401 is also another interesting one where we don't we don't know we don't know what's happening to these people it's so bizarre but at the same time there's been times where i've lost my wallet and i can't find it for the life of me and it turns out it was like in the crevice of your seat you know between your glove your yeah, center yeah. console and the seat there's nothing esoteric or occult there's no interdimensional entities taking it there it's like you just didn't look where you needed to look so are these people being teleported somewhere or are they stuck between a rock and some crevice that they fell down who knows right <laughs> such an interesting <laughs> point of view <laughs> i like how you related my lost wallet in, in the in the car to like people being stuck in crevices well dude so if you think about it it's true. like it's true sometimes we want to oh because i'm a skeptic and this is also why i'm here too and i like to look at things from different perspectives and i always tell people i'm not here to push any narratives i'm here to have an interesting conversation. I present my research. You do with what you will with that information, right? But there's a lot of woo-woo surrounding these topics. And I've always wondered, man, nature, these forests. Like, I remember going into the Smoky Mountains. And I, I like fly fishing. So I'll go in there. And, man, there's these huge boulders. And I'm looking at the bar. I go, how did that even get there? Where did that even come from? But these places are so vast. To think that a person, you could get lost and you could, right, get stuck behind a, in a weird position under a rock. They're never going to find you. And then the animals start to feed on you or whatever it may be. And then you're gone. And, and well, you're like gone. That, like, like that's that guy who, who got stuck out in Arizona, right? Didn't he, like, get his arm pinned uh, oh, and stuck yeah. in a arm? Then he had to cut it off with his jackknife. Like, that, that's, one of, that, that's the scenario that you're talking about. You know, that's exactly the scenario. But he had the fortitude and the... Ugh, and his stomach to cut off his own arm. Everybody, don't let don't let Juan and Rye scare you. Go out in the woods and enjoy yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just Bigfoot. don't get stuck between some boulders. I have a shirt that says, I know Bigfoot is real because he tried to eat my ass. So I mean I'm sure you'll be safe. There's nothing wrong. There's you'll be all right in the woods by yourself and yeah no I, I just just interesting things to think about and I think that the human mind I don't know if I would go as far, man, I, how much, how much do you want to live? Would you saw off your arm if you had to, if you were in that position? 
Isn't there a movie like that? No, 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 yeah, no, 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 that, that, that's oh, <laughs> well, 127 hours is the one I think that's, with it. The, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuts off his arm. Cut off, have you ever heard? So it's a, it's a true story. So he went out hiking, he fell or, or he got wedged in or a boulder fell into his arm and he was literally stuck there. His arm was like pinned, pinned. Oh. and he ran out of water, was drinking his own piss, I think as well. But he was just like, what do I do? And so he had a little Swiss army knife and he cut off his arm and had to break the bone to survive. Wow. Yeah. True that, story. That's that's take that. That's heavy. Take that Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Take that. Because <laughs> I. I don't know if I'd be a maybe who knows, right? Who knows what you're thinking when you are going through that sort of situation? What what you must be you're you're dehydrated, you're hungry, you're probably hallucinating. Maybe he had two entities on his shoulder like, hey, you can cut me off right here and you're free to go. And then that's the other one. You know how much it's going to hurt? You have to break your own arm like that. That must be a psychedelic, weird that is thing to trip. go through what kind of trip is that it's, yeah. like, it's not like you can wait there forever and let the boulder erode you know you're gonna have to do something <laughs> or yeah die. You, you either cut your arm off or well there's three options you cut oh, your arm off okay you die or you hope that someone's going to show up or you die or you can have one yeah. option where bigfoot comes and eats your ass yeah and he has his way he has his way with you and then he yeah. moves the boulder after he's done yeah. with you yeah yeah he's like yeah here's the payment thanks buddy you scratch yeah. my back yeah. scratch yours yeah you go about your way so and i hey some i think there's like stories of bigfoot getting it on with animals horses and I've heard the there's horse, that yes. movie i think it's called primal fear or something it's on amazon prime where i was watching it with my kid and the bigfoot starts doing it with the chick that he like kidnapped i was like he's like what's he doing they didn't show but you could tell what was going on yeah it was and i was getting it on i was like yo what's he's like what's going on like the you know fast forward <laughs> trying to get it past that scene <laughs> where's the remote where's the remote <laughs> <laughs> went, yeah it was weird man <laughs> and i'm sure it's happened to some people so you're saying you do a lot of reading what is your main topic your main focus when you when you delve into uh any of these subjects the occult or esoteric what is your forte so at the moment i am working on a book in regards to the homunculus so my research has been more it's been alchemically heavy as far as that goes the history of alchemy and various accounts of the homunculus but Usually I like to read, I enjoy fiction, but I like to read, like, for example, I came across in my research, and this is how this works, because I feel that part of the alchemical process that is podcasting, for example, when you are passionate about something, it bleeds through in your work. So when you are enjoying researching something something that you like that's what i always tell people because people reach out to me and go hey what do i have to read to learn about whatever or what do i have to i'm like don't ask me what do you like start where you like and i don't know if it's intuition i don't know what it is you're going to be led in a pattern and you're going to start to notice the pattern emerging you follow those that crumb trail essentially now the way it happens with me is, is, you know, it stems with the homunculus and from there it spreads out. So recently I had to read, I don't know if you guys are familiar with William S. Burroughs, 
uh, that piece of work. And I came across his work. I came across his work on an O on an OTO form about the sexual grades, the sexual levels that they have. And they were talking about how in this particular book, cities of the red Knight, which is a fictional book by this guy. Now this guy is one of those Crowley types, like the counterculture, open homosexual which is nothing wrong with if you're gay you're gay you know i don't have anything against people but one of these earlier guys you know 60s where it was like kind of taboo and he's writing kind very of. grotesque <laughs> yeah well yeah writing kind of grotesque things and what's interesting about him is that mind you he was a heroin addict murderer probably a a a, a pedo right one of those guys right he's writing very yeah. explicit things about uh, children and stuff like that but within his works there are occult truths or things of the occult that are because he was obsessed with it and what i've always found interesting and one thing that has always i found fascinating is the idea of writing and writing as a sort of perhaps gateway or portal to either other dimensions or perhaps other entities of some sort. And this is a guy, this Burroughs guy, which I didn't enjoy researching this dark rabbit hole, right? And the bowels of, of the dark bowels of reality, whatever that is. Uh, as I'm navigating, he has, he kind of sort of gets in touch with what I've termed grammatical entities. And what he's doing is, it's a very Gnostic cosmology. What he believed was he used this cut up method. And what the cut up method is, you take a piece of writing that's already been written, you cut it up and you mix it around until you get a new sentence. Now, there's various things that you can achieve through doing that. He saw it as a sort of divinational magical tool. And the reason he saw it as a sort of divinational tool was because he believed that the demiurge or the insectoid reptilian archons whatever right it was very psychedelic they that that entity has already written reality out that it's already been, reality itself has already been written out all future events already happen and by you taking a piece of work that was already written and jumbling it up you're sort of tripping up the matrix hacking the matrix in some sort of way and he talks about predicting events like plane crashes because he was the by mixing the 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 past in with itself and jumbling it up the he, he says the future leaks through so he was a lot of his stories they sound schizophrenic in some sort of way because it was from this cut up method now there's also another aspect to this cut up method where it's used to destroy the consciousness and obliterate the consciousness essentially of the reader so when you're reading this and i experienced it myself when you're in this reality these realities because he jumps from story to story and like he doesn't tell you when he jumps or that he's gonna jump or that the story ended and it's essentially a collection of different stories and jumping from timeline to timeline and you're disoriented like by the end of it you're disoriented so he in a sort of way he is you're being sort of initiated essentially is what it is you're you're being disoriented on purpose and that that bleeds into like barbarous words where certain magicians will speak words glossolalia or you know just weird words to put themselves in an altered state of consciousness for what they're about to witness or what they're about to conduct 
And this is interesting because you have like the famous, the Sierra, I think is it the, what are the sounds that the guy, the Sierra sounds, is it the Sierra sounds where yeah, with uh, Ron uh, Moorhead, Ron Moorhead. So if you listen to that, the, the samurai chatter, I had a right. brain fart there for a second. It sounds like that. It sounds like, wow, it's like some weird gibberish. And what if that he recorded like some sort of occult ritual in the middle of the woods where they were trying to either summon these entities or do something because part of like the occult lore is that these entities, again, the word grammar, which is words comes from grimoire, which grimoire. is a, a book of spells. So the idea of you being able to manifest things through spellings, casting spells is not too far fetched. So you take a book like right god is the living word he's the living logos it's it's the word is alive and if you're able to charge that a certain type of way or do some occult ritual to to give more power to that what's to say you can't summon some sort of bigfoot entity or or a dogman entity or a homunculus right that that bleeds into the whole homunculus thing or these little dwarves leprechaun creatures i think that the reason we see all these cryptids that are similar to one, to one like the Kentucky, the Hellier series, where it's like these little men in Kentucky. Well, they're all this like similar because I believe it's a sort of tech, right? That you're able to tap into. That's why there's various ways to skin a cat. There's various ways to summon a homunculus. There's various ways to fracture reality, if you will, right? So Burroughs had like this sort of weird cosmology when it came to writing. And it just makes you wonder why he was writing certain things the way he was writing and like the shock factor from it reminds me a lot of Crowley. I mean, he studied Crowley. He, I, I guess they, they would have been contemporary. He was born in 1914. So they would have been contemporaries. I don't know if they met each other ever. Probably who knows? He was a chaos magician. And the reason that chaos magic is so, is so dangerous is because you can, it, it takes out the book, like by the book stuff, it takes that out of the equation. You, you do what you want when you want yeah. it. And you use whatever system. That's why you can worship a god like Cthulhu or or freaking Superman or Batman for all you want. Like you can adopt those those icons, those sigils, those symbols for a period of time. You use them up, you throw them out, and you just rinse and repeat. So I believe that a lot of reality is manipulated by these chaos magicians that they're able to a sign of value behind the scenes to something that people are seeing in the limelight. Meanwhile, they're going to Taylor Swift concerts that are probably like some satanic ritual where they're wiping their memory out. It's like, Oh, we forgot the whole concert. Right. Well, I wonder why maybe you had something stolen from you, but Hey, hope you enjoyed it, bro. You know, like people are oblivious to this sort of, of thing. Have you heard that where they're going to Taylor Swift concerts and, don't even remember it. I would never even consider going to a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert. I am a purist metalhead, and I have no time for such things, right? Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> They're all compromised. I mean, all your oh, heroes course, are know. dead. Sure. So I, I and I and I, I, I totally agree with that. Like the the famous saying, like, you know, never meet your heroes. I, I could not agree anymore. You know, you, you <laughs> we build them up to a certain point and then until you actually meet them, and then you're like yeah, that's why it's the one-on-one -on -one podcast because i only trust one man i was i was born alone and i die alone i'm just kidding I, I love my i love my family and i love my friends but 
that that's partially why it's the one-on-one because not because i'm egotistical but because i can only count on one person right juan's always going to show up to the show so that's why it's named <laughs> after him fantastic with that uh, we're going to jump to our uh our commercial and we'll be right back in a couple minutes all right frequentauts we're pleased to introduce the revolutionary gg mat and gg belt from global genesis the gg mat is your ticket to a transformational journey right in the comfort of your own home did you know that countless americans have found solace with it in helping with cancer autism autoimmune disorders and in general pain relief ah yeah let's not forget that they also helps with sleep issues without a good night's sleep you're going to be pretty much useless the next day which means you're not going to be able to work no work equals no money no money equals no ghost hunting tools whether you choose to sleep on the gg mat all night or use it while indulging in your favorite lost frequency episode on youtube the possibilities are endless but that's not all let's look at the gg belt which takes therapy to a whole new level you can wrap it around your neck while studying the latest information on ancient apocalypses to boost your focus or bid farewell to neck pain and tension caused by prolonged hours in front of the computer trying to find your favorite episode of The Lost Frequency. Or you can even wrap it around your waist or your shoulders to alleviate lower back pain or shoulder discomfort after an intense dogman expedition out in the LBL. Each device uses frequencies that can range between 1 hertz to 30 hertz. It also has pulsed electric magnetic therapy, which has been approved by the FDA for over 40 years. Don't waste your time with near-infrared. Global Genesis uses far-infrared to penetrate deep inside your body where it's actually needed. The mat and belt are the superheroes you didn't know you needed. With their grounding ability, they're able to help in resolving blood clots, poor blood supply leading to strokes, dementia, Alzheimer's, or diabetic foot. Man, with all that going on, the only reprieve would be watching the lost frequency while using the mat or belt. And lastly, they use real quality gemstones. Makes you think of Indiana Jones kind of stuff, doesn't it? And we got a little something for our frequenauts. If you use the code TLF50, not only do you get $50 off the matter belt, you also get free shipping. To take advantage of this offer, please go to www.globalgenesiscomp.com. The link will be provided in the show notes. Now, back to the show. And we're back, Juan. What's happening? <laughs> not not much since I last saw you guys. Oh man, I was I was hoping you I hoping you got really rich all of a sudden or something. I'm putting positive vibes into the universe. If we're cutting up words and we're changing the future, that's what I'm doing for you. Very Appreciate interesting that. thing. Uh, I, I was thinking about that during the break because I know like certain comedians they'll sit down behind like a word file and just start just start typing away or start writing away, and then something will come out of that that they'll take and then mold and shape and bring that to reality because that's what like thoughts are. They're like things that haven't existed yet that you then bring in and now it does exist. And people take that so nonchalantly to, 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 to put it lightly, like, you know, like a car or whatever it is like that didn't exist before. And now the thoughts in your head, you make it or present it uh, verbally. And now that thought exists in the world. And I always thought that to be amazing. So I love, what you were saying there was a very interesting uh, but that's an interesting concept yeah when there's when he's cutting up these 
these scripts or these uh, other writings to like like mess with the matrix. I, I, I do find that interesting. I know you said the other stuff he was he was doing was was kind of all messed up. You had to dive into some dark uh, bowels yeah. there, but I I do find that fascinating. Like if, if this is all scripted, well then let's let's change the script. It, and it what if that's God, what if that's God? Like when when something emerges from from whatever it is that you're you're typing away, you're sort of divinating in some sort of way. When we accept these videos of the algorithm from YouTube, that's the sort of divination that that you're ta you're taking a suggestion from an incorporeal thing that you can't see, and you just trust. Like, hey, I might like this video, or hey, suggest it for you based on your history on cat videos or whatever you're watching and it's like okay and they and I, and it's kind of it's gotten really good at predicting what you're into like your algorithm and i hate when i'll go down a rabbit hole of the a rabbit hole of these little trains that you these scale model trains that you can ride on you ever seen those where you can sit on the and they're they're coal powered and you'll sit there for hours in the middle of the night watching these model train videos and now your algorithm is just wrecked with these model train videos because you watch you know too many in consecutively or like the other one what was i watching today it was like <laughs> I think it was like rc cars or something crazy i i know i was i, was, I got hooked on uh what is it called? Adventures with Purpose, where there's these divers who go and look for submerged vehicles where people yeah. have like either died in them or committed suicide. I've seen them, yeah. And yeah, and I got stuck on that. And then, yeah, then my algorithm was all messed up. And it's like all like the search and rescue kind of thing. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to watch that anymore. But and mine's just metal and basketball. And football. <laughs> and football, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels like you're in an, echo, in an echo chamber when you're on these social media platforms. And it could be right counterproductive to certain people, but, but the, like the concept of things emerging from like your work, that's always been something that's interested me because we accept the Bible. We accept the Bible for the Bible. Why? Because we've been told that it's, that that's the canon, but then there's only, there's only like 44,000 different denominations of Christian. I'm sure they can, they can come up to, right. They can't even make up their mind on one concept. So you expect me to understand like your religion you know i'm not talking about you guys but like the concept of like these groups it's like there's 44 different denominations that they can't they, they nitpick details here and there it's like you've lost the purpose of the whole thing it's going way above your head i don't think jesus would have been happy with what they've done right you've turned my house into a den of thieves where it's like why are you guys fighting so much over irrelevant things like if it's about accepting god in your heart where you're able to then transcend to this other dimension after you pass on why so much bs and so much division over right but yeah the the idea of even the bible containing alchemical secrets not only within the story which there's alchemy even within the the actual stories in the bible but maybe the original versions having like some hidden codes in the actual text itself because if you follow the 1611 king james version where francis baker was allegedly one of the first one of the first freemasons they were you know you had king james some people say he was gay 
there he was writing about demons witches and all this other stuff so it's like there's a lot of weird stuff when it comes to a lot of these things that we just take because we've been presented with them like me i was born and raised in christianity and i couldn't question it and how many people are just sitting there and don't get me wrong i think that religion itself serves a gives people structure it's a good system because some people unfortunately need their hands held and if that works for you and makes you a better person at the core of the 10 commandments it's hey don't be a pos right don't be be a good person don't murder your your you know love your mom don't murder your neighbor don't lost over your, your neighbor's wife so it's like be a good person but for some people that that's a hard task to to follow right they, they yeah sadly enough it is and i always found it to be interesting like the, the religion that you follow is based on where you happen to be born geographically yes i don't know why but that's always been like i'm not i used to be like straight up atheist for for years and there's things that's happened in my life where you know it's personal but the, the things that have changed but that was always one of my sticking points even now it's just like well for me i don't have a religion you know what i'm saying i just believe in god and um it's always like it's geographical because if you're born in the middle of iran you're like you're a muslim you know for the, for the you're most not though part. actually well, well I, i'm gonna correct you on that one. Oh, you're not you're, you're, no no you're, you're not that iran all hate mail cinderai <laughs> no, I, I literally have an Iranian student, and uh, they actually have a different religion. It's not. It's yeah, not, there's Christians and all that there. But no, I'm no, saying... no, 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 no. Their main. Um, I forget what the name of their religion is, but it's not. Uh, it's not Muslim. Muslims came in to, and they started imposing their rules onto it. Mm -hmm. uh, but the actual true Iranians uh -huh. are not Muslim. Okay, what about what about where Mecca Medina is? If you're born in Mecca. You are most likely Muslim. <laughs> yeah, but, but yes, yeah, like, <laughs> like like if you're born in Mexico, most likely Catholic. If you're born in, uh, mm -hmm. in the U.S., most likely Christian. Oh, if you're born in like Afghanistan, most likely uh, yes, Muslim. Uh, Beats me. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm ignorant. <laughs> that's just but, 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 but that's a great point, though. That it's like, yeah, wherever you're born, that's kind of what religion you end up being. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's just like different tones of the same music. I think you know. I think yeah. it's basically, especially when it comes to monotheism. But there's just always, you know, when people want to beat the drum about, you know, whatever, the, the Quran or the Bible or um, it's the one that the, I can't remember the beginning. I can't remember the one that the uh, Jewish the Torah, the yeah. Torah, you know, it's just like, you know, this says this and this and this and therefore you need to act that way. And I was like, yeah, well, it, it would depend on where you were born and what you would beat me over the head with. Like, just believe in God, believe in family, believe in yourself. And then the things yeah. kind of work themselves out. And then how many times has the Bible been edited by nefarious people? Like you're saying, you know, like the King James, like how many times, how many books have been removed, oh, yeah. you know? And it's like, okay, so we only want you to read this because that's what we want you to read. Right, there was, that, there was a council of something in what, 351 AD? Yeah, I see him where they just kind of sat down and said, oh no, that this one and this one and this one. So yeah, interesting yeah, stuff. Th that's something that I've always thought about. And when I first started podcasting, I was researching the Gnostics and it's really, those are like the under the first underground Christians and they had a whole bunch of wacky, different beliefs that are heretical and blasphemous and it's like the reason that they don't want you exposed to what's in the nag hammadi library which was unfiltered text essentially it was the underground it was the the esoteric the occulted they're like yo there's the exact opposite versions of what you've ever believed exist like judas is the good guy in one of the stories it's like wait a minute what and it's like when you there's a shock there's a certain type of shock 
when you discover things like that and some people can handle it some people can't and a lot of people are shaky in their face so i think that's the dangers of it and i think that was the danger i i was even told when before i started looking into it, i was like don't read the book of enoch because you can get possessed i'm like what like that that's that's one way of of piquing my curiosity sir so i'm gonna do the opposite of whatever you just told me because i'm i'm one of those kind of people where i can i can take like my i've always said my shock factor i not that i'm numb to it but like my shock factor is pretty high because i am the homunculus guy where i'm reading these grimoires about quite literally taking apart a, a small alchemical man that you just created to then use his body parts for various ceremonial and magical purposes so when i'm reading about other stuff it's like oh, okay well that's not too bad that's pretty tame i mean you know so so i think the book of enoch at this at this point in time is the least of my worries as far as i've gone yeah yeah it can be it, what do you i mean i wonder what what is your opinion on why people like considering we, we can't talk about it, this is going to be on youtube but considering all the things that have happened within recent years why people just don't don't want to look into this what is your opinion on that one i'd love to hear your point of view religion is a big one a lot of people are very dogmatic towards if it's not of god if it's not of the bible if it's not something that i can identify as christian or insert whatever religion it's demonic and therefore i'm not going to touch it because they believe that by just even thinking about it they're going to be possessed in some sort of way so there is a lot of of superstition around it and dogmatic views and it's all because of religion and even dude even i'll be honest sometimes i i respect the occult i do believe in in it and i have the utmost respect for it and even when i first started i felt dirty like i felt like man if my grandma finds out about this you know like there'll be hell to pay if my grandma finds out i'm talking about this or or reading about these sort of things like even my aunt every now and again she'll they're, they're gonna break out the they're gonna break out the chankla and uh yeah bro yeah. my chankla. my even my aunt would be like she's you know she's cooler she's like yeah if your grandma heard you talk about the stuff that you talk about she'd have a freaking heart attack i'm like well i mean it's something that interests me but i think that a lot of people either don't know about it because they've been so conditioned to not question not only not question their reality but not question history they take things for what they are for what they've been told and we live in a society that enjoys instant gratification they enjoy the TikToks. if they don't if it's if it's over 30 seconds it doesn't matter to them they swipe up and keep on going so i think we've been desensitized in, in a lot of ways into really and i think a lot of these topics have so much to like alchemy you can i can talk about alchemy for hours there's so many layers to that one topic and alchemy whether people want to admit it or not it's like the precursor of you know from those experiment from those experiments came freaking chemistry 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 is right you, the pharmaceuticals or whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. but yeah some people just don't care <laughs> just some people just don't care like my wife doesn't care about bigfoot she's like why does it matter if he's real and i go wouldn't you want to know what I, yeah. wouldn't you want to see bigfoot wouldn't you want to curiosity like whatsoever? i don't know how people can exist that way i don't like me personally i don't know how someone wouldn't find some of the things that we cover on shows like this fascinating but hey different strokes for different folks right you like what you like and you have to respect that so yeah you i know, think like that's some why people, some people are so like like uh 
their attention is so grabbed by like, oh, what are the Kardashians doing? Yeah. Or what are these people doing? It's like, I, I don't care. You know, is Bigfoot real? What's going on in, in the Bermuda Triangle? You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I just heard this, if this is correct or not. But I heard that they found a Nazi bunker in in the Bermuda Triangle. That is something what? I just I just heard this. And it could be it, it could be messed up or wrong. But I literally just heard that they found a Nazi bunker and that it could be related to the disappearance of flight uh, flight nine or like the ninth flight 19, the 19 or 29, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was something to do with that. Uh, I think it's all a psyop, personally. I mean, if you're watching the Kardashians, what are you doing with your existence? I've never yeah. watched one episode. The only reason well, the, I know they the exist is, is that other people talk about them. Is is this type of uh, society rewards obedience? You know, is what it is. You know, okay, they reward obedience, and if if you don't question things, you know, everybody accepts that. They like that better. You know, we, we get we get pushed out to the fringe, to the periphery, because we. We want to know what's how it works. What's going on? We want to know. We don't just look at the at the face of thing. Oh, this is what's suggested. Well, why is it suggested? Why is this the AI? You know, what? Why am I listening to this AI? Why can't I choose my own my own? Well, if just think about it for one second, if you really sit down, right, for even the most basic agnostic person or or whatever atheist person, just just sit for one second and wonder why the paranormal is a thing. Why religion is a thing. So that just comes to show you, even if perhaps you've never experienced anything, that there is other layers to reality itself that some people, and don't get me wrong, I love listening to like cryptid podcasts, but I do think a lot of people are full of it. I think that a lot of these accounts are people looking for attention. But then again, you know, you have the concept of phenomenology where it's the, some of these experiences are true to these people. They live those experiences, and therefore I am no one to tell them otherwise. Now, mental health also plays an issue. There's a lot of things, right? A dr a drug use is also another part of it. And sometimes when I'm listening to some of these stories, like I'll have, you know, I have friends with various podcast everyone loves a good story, right? I'll, I'll be listening to the confessionals or something, and somebody's on there, and I'll, and I'll be telling myself, I'm like, this dude's this is fake bro like always and it and the reason and check this out the reason like the parent what what you know what is the paranormal what is this what is that a child like my five-year-old son when i tell him you know let's sit down and watch a bigfoot documentary the first thing he asks me is oh when's bigfoot when are they going to show bigfoot on the camera like a child a child knows what would be the best evidence right right off the bat it's like, well, show me it. You know, don't tell me about it. Show me it. And you're gonna tell me the best we can do right now is the Patterson Gimlin, but from the '60s or whatever that was. Like, that's the that's the best we got. And we have, dude. I can zoom in, and I know space is fake and gay for some people, and we got flat earthers and stuff. But I can zoom in to the moon with my phone right now, and it's crisp. It's crispy. I can take a crispy picture. And I mean, there's people who say that that's AI and all that stuff, but I can take a crispy picture of the moon, okay? And you're gonna tell me you can't get a picture of that dog man that's been following you around for three weeks? Come on, bro, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they, Maybe, but they, mess, what but they mess with your technology, Juan. How convenient, right? How, <laughs> com how convenient. <laughs> like, how, that's awesome. It's like, oh, dude. 
Where's the like that David Grush guy on on Rogan? Oh my! I want to punch that guy in the face. Like he looks like a, such an idiot. Say like, I'm a whistleblower, but like wait, let me pass. Allegedly, it. Me, allegedly, one wants. Let me get it approved by the higher ups. Hold on, I can't. I can't talk about that. It's like what can you talk? Ain't you a whistleblower, bro? Like whistleblowers can talk about whatever they want. That's why they're whistleblowers. And yeah. now you have this shift where aliens went from being like actual entities from outer space whatever that is to now it's a psyop by the government and aliens are also fake and gay so i don't, I don't even know what to believe anymore if, if this is even a thing but i find that hilarious where they're really pushing this this ufo disclosure like we've known for years when i was freaking 12 years old in elementary school or, or middle school I, I was talking about aliens i was reading about aliens show me the money i don't want to talk about it anymore i want to see it like I want to see it for myself. I want to touch an alien's nipples if I can. I want to do stuff to it, and I, I I want to see Biden with an alien. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm tired of talking about these things. Stories are cool, but okay. So if you're saying if you're saying okay that you know the aliens, Bigfoot, UFOs, uh, uh, Dogman, as you mentioned, but you said that you believe in the occult. What proved that to you that it was real? So I grew up again. I believe that there is, for example, the I've witnessed me personally. I've witnessed miracles in front of me. I for a long time at church I played guitar, and I was in the Pentecostal. So they're they're world crazy. They they get up and run around and write the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is in the house, you feel that sort of thing. Now. It could be an equivalent to like ceremonial magic where there is, and that's the, let, let, let's get it out of the, out of the way. That's the occult, right? You're practicing theurgy. You're asking for an outside source, i.e. God to interfere in your, your reality. You're asking, you're praising God to interfere in your reality. That's theurgy. Okay. That's the occult. That's magic. And I've personally witnessed miracles of people being healed. I've witnessed things happen in front of me that I can't explain that are supernatural. Right. And it was through the use again of I was in a Christian setting at the time it was a church, but nonetheless, you could still feel a sort of energy. And again, that goes back to the beginning where they're tapping into something. I'm not. And again, I'm not saying that God is a force and an entity or some insectoid creature, uh, you know, up above the cloud. I'm not saying that. I'm just giving you an example of why I do believe that the occult has some sort of power. Now, the other interesting aspect of that is. Right, you have the placebo effect where the placebo effect is is real okay that's a real thing it's a phenomenon that we don't know why it happens but essentially you're causing your mind to invoke a biological change within your body therefore healing healing your you know you're healing yourself so what is that is that the occult is consciousness uh, ha has to do some you know something about this because the other aspect of the occult is maybe these people are putting themselves in a state of mind where they believe these things are real. Therefore they are real and they become real. So again, sort of like manifestation or whatever you want to call it. Right. So there's various coin, there's various sides of the coin here, right. That you can really pick at, but that's my belief. And, and I've also, you know, grew up with in the Caribbean, you have Santeria and, you know, dark magic. And I've seen things with that as well, not seen, but heard of things, right. Of, how people use that in order to bind somebody up or or do whatever that they do with the the darker 
side of things right so and again i think that it's all part of the same thing i do believe and i was thinking about this the other day in the shower i do believe in bigfoot I am I am a believer in Bigfoot. <laughs> shower thoughts. Shower yeah, thoughts. yeah, shower like, like where do I stand? Do I still believe I, I do believe in in I would love for him to be real. Like I I'm I'm on the fence. And this is what I tell people all the time. I reserve the right to change my mind. So if one day we find out that Bigfoot's fake and gay, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he'll he'll be fake and gay for however long. But it's just gotten to the point where it's like a Parsons, right? Like Jack Parsons, this guy who who was right a rocket scientist for if you want to believe that narrative he was a rocket scientist but yet he was reading books of crowley on how to create a homunculus and he followed those instructions to the t to try to make his own homunculus so we're talking about a very smart guy taking these things for face value and actually trying to do it for himself because he was a guy who was blowing rockets up in the sky so if he was an occultist and he was going to do a ritual he wanted to see some results all right, so he's willing to go as far as you want to go. And he was in the desert with L. Ron Hubbard. They were they were in there together doing stuff. So these are people that are very that have been very influential, you know, through notorious means throughout history. And they have still some of them have power even till today. Like look at people joining Scientology. You don't think that they know it's a cult, like, but think about you're able to you're able to talk to somebody in a string of words and able to manipulate what you're telling them, what you're showing them in some sort of way where you're able to quite literally hijack their mind and make them believe whatever you want. Human, those people, they know that there's people who stand outside these Scientology centers telling them that, that it's fake. We, we have pictures of L. Ron Hubbard. Like we know he was talking about creating a religion. He was the writer who's ever wrote the most fiction ever. Yeah, great teeth. A great teeth. And he made a religion. You don't think these people are thinking about that? Like, what's really going on? Like, are these people actually being, or are they? This is the other concept of the homunculus. The homunculus also steps into the into the aspect of MK Ultra and mind control. Are these people were they just bred specifically for that? Is Scientology like some sort of government psyop, and they're seeing how far they could push the envelopes who knows i mean they're the, the and this is where the occult meets like conspiracy and i prefer the occult and the esoteric and alchemy over conspiracies because some because some conspiracies are stupid like some some conspiracies <laughs> are dumb like i thought i go why do you why do you believe that oh it's, i can see it i can see the line of the mask and the voice box you see that you saw yeah. biden his mask was dang shut up you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, be quiet. It's so dumb. <laughs> you know, they are lizard people, and I don't know. Maybe that's one of the things I think in the shower too. I go, I wonder if yes. Biden's a lizard. Some person. are ridiculous, of course, but then there's some yeah. that you thought were like, say, like ten years ago, that you were like, oh, that's ridiculous, and now they come true. And then there's ones that even now you're just like, you're. It's all about level of discernment and also where you are in your life. And what you've experienced and also your upbringing and everything of that of that sort but there was some in the past where you know like the first one i guess would be like oh the federal reserve isn't federal and you're just like what and then you look into it and, you, and then everything falls into place and it's no longer a conspiracy theory so yeah but some of them are yeah the rubber mask and voice boxes yeah, that, it's that to me is more yeah. like entertainment like Alex Jones is. I, I think that's more uh, of like a distraction. It's kind of like like this puppet. Up. Like, look over here, everybody. Look over here. Could this be real? Well, it might be. Could it be fake? Yep, it very much could be. 
Yeah, you know, not. Uh, you got guys that like Alex Jones. Like they're they're. I think even they're they're controlled up. I think that. And I, if anything, right? Because I talk about like the the occult knowledge and knowledge that you're not supposed to have, and all. If anything, if there's knowledge that you're not supposed to have, is that you walked in in the wrong room at the wrong time with the wrong people, and they're doing some shady stuff. You saw them, and you can't you can't be trusted, bro. Like that's the sort of dangerous knowledge people should be concerned about i don't think there's anything really secret about the secret mystery schools or any of these secret occult organizations uh, you know anymore anything that you've ever wanted to find any knowledge you've ever wanted to know about anything is available on the internet 24 hours a day seven days a week quite literally so you just got to work you got to go in there search it out and find it i think and, i think a lot of it's been actually wiped off because there's certain things i remember happening or certain news things that i've seen it's mandela effect like, bro the concept of the dead the dead internet <laughs> Mandela effect. That's a whole other bag of worms. That's a whole other bag of worms. Two thousand. Whenever I misremember something, oh, it's Mandela effect, dude. I Mandela effect. Could have uh, swore. So you're yeah. covering your Alzheimer's with a conspiracy. Okay, that's good. Exactly, bro. Like, always like, oh, I forgot to to get the orange juice, the grocery. Oh, Mandela. It just hit me while I was in there. It just took me over. Uh, this is this has been a great conversation. We, we were planning on talking about a certain thing, but I just kind of like it was much more natural. Yeah, Sorry about that. I gotta, no, no worries, dude. No worries. I'm sure eventually, we, if you'd like to come back, we'd love to have you back on. So you know, in the future, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah, the future, yeah. If it Definitely. Exists, Definitely. we'll chop some words up and make it that you come back. That's what. We're yeah, doing. exactly. Yeah. We'll take the script, mess it up, and uh, yeah, we'll see you and uh, you know. Seven months, seven days. And I love your, I love some of your, I love some of your point of views. You kind of like, you remind me of my old self a little bit and a little bit of my new self. So it's kind of like the things, the way I used to be as a person. It's like, so a lot of things you were like hitting the nails on the head for me. You know, there's confirmation bias when it comes to a lot of these topics, and and I had to get some things off my chest. So the the you know the the thing is that. <laughs> We got to be skeptical, right? We can't be always taking everything for what it is. And some, again, some of the things that I talk about, I don't 100% believe. And people automatically assume just because you're covering it that you believe it. it's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm trying to figure it out just like you. That's why I tell people I, I reserve the right to change my mind. And if something that. happens in the, in the future that changes my mind that that's fine you know it's, it's okay to be wrong sometimes <laughs> you can either confirm or deny and the records are spotty at best yes exactly we, we had a previous guest that's what he said you know i can either confirm <laughs> nor deny and the records are spotty at best he's like that's yeah, what you i'll go use. back and i'll delete whatever episode i said that on and i'll just make it seem like no i never said that i never i never <laughs> i don't know what you're talking that was mandela bro that's mandela, yeah. mandela effect exactly <laughs> like, like when you're talking about that like being skeptical there was that uh uh, a guy was posted on TikTok about seeing a giant in Canada. He's like, oh, I yeah. saw this video of this giant in Canada. And I was like, that's so bullshit. Like, e even I could see that. But I had so many people believing that. He died, oh, too. He committed suicide. Yeah, he committed suicide. That's wild. Uh, yeah, th this was kind of all wiped. And it's kind of like, and people are still, like, going hard with this. And his his widow is, like, telling people, please just leave me alone. And it, it was clear as day. And then he's like, oh, the... the I don't know. The CIA is outside my door and he goes out there and there's like a charger and it like peels <laughs> out in front. I'm like, okay, if the CIA is watching you, they're not going to be sitting in a charger in front yeah. of your place and then peel out uh, as they leave. You know, it's like, no, they're, they're literally going to be, there's much better ways. You of have to be able to parse the information that you receive. And just a lot of people just, just take it hook, line and sinker. And they, and Bro, people know that. 
there's sodomy through directed energy weapons so i doubt they're going to be sitting outside of your window okay with a dodge <laughs> charger and then peeling out but that's the thing though right so the dude passes on through yeah. shady circumstances and that gives oh. it that much more credibility yes now, he, and that's the problem like how do you that see that that's a conspiracy that's shady that's really shady and then the widow's like leave me alone maybe she's just sick and tired of people reaching out and it was a hoax but we will never know and that's what's going to keep people coming back and i think that's what all these topics do it's that veil of mystery like it might be real or no. it might not but and damn i'm having a fun time trying to figure out if it is or not and that that's that dopamine like yeah give me more give me more more dogmen more more bigfoot more whatever more giants yeah, in the it's like in the past like giants the, in the mountains and, and he's a and, oh, and 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 now he's become a martyr he's a martyr for yes. the cause yeah i think it's a human condition like you know back when the, the portuguese or the chinese would go out and like discover the world like that what is out there the unknown and now we quote unquote know all the land masses and everything we're like what is now there's more behind the ice wall remember the ice right, wall right. I, I kept it open for our, our viewers who who believe in that and for those who don't that's a mandala effect you know yeah, there was right. no ice yeah. wall there was there is so an I ice wall. spotty at best i got you i got you hold up hold up check this out space watch this <laughs> is fake and gay there you go space is fake and gay <laughs> and with that one we really appreciate you having you on the lost frequency and uh we hope to see you again and uh what, what yeah else? just just hang out in our green room there because we are doing the local uh just make sure that we got you 100 percent. and, and once thanks again, so much yeah, yeah once again once tell again, everybody where you can find you man tj ojp if you want to hear me rant about different esoteric and occult subjects and at the one on one podcast on any any major podcast platform i have a patreon for those interested patreon.com slash the one on one podcast i also have a homunculus i know we were going to talk about the homunculus and the next one we will homunculus owner's manual you can find that on my website tjojp.com i also have some other occult publications that i do the occultist monday and my comic book stickers all that good stuff and thank you gentlemen for having me on this is fun and i really enjoyed it thanks john we did too we did too man thank you so much fantastic man that was awesome that guy was awesome such yeah. a such a great point of view i love when people have a point of view but they also have like a character to them like that yeah. not a character as they're making up but it's them yeah so and, I, like, and i like that like i reserve the right to change my point of view of course and, so and, and, and like all. people yeah but people don't some people are so set in a camp that they do not they're not willing to change their and, and that is the issue not willing to change you know, their it's point. really funny i always forget that we actually do this part at the end of the uh, of the recording when we do youtube and i just actually this is my actual feeling like I go, oh, and you start re replying back to me. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> you, you, you think I'm just talking. We're just, we're just chatting. That, that's what we do, though. This we is just what chat. we really do. Like, I come right. in and I'm like, have you heard this new thing? Anyway, uh, we really appreciate Juan. Uh, appreciate Juan coming on. Check him out on the one on one podcast. You yeah. can find it on everywhere. And you can also find us here on YouTube. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And you know what it's all about and what it is. And hit that bell for notifications. Yeah. And you're listening to the Lost Frequency podcast where we bring the periphery and the focus we always do yeah but we can still change our minds about it yeah, yeah, yeah. we reserve the right to change our <laughs> minds gotta keep keeping i keep keeping on gotta keep keeping gotta keep keeping on gotta keep keeping gotta keep keeping on
I don't mean to preach a story that you heard before But y'all know it's a hard knock life For all my people who don't got nobody else So I'm gon' let you know that you're alright Cause I'll be honest, I don't bother feeling hurt and nervous It's harder to clean up when you done dirt on dirt We got devices to connect up with dispersed on purpose But ain't nothing working In the belly of the, in the, belly of the beast Body that's veins are made of radio waves Blood cells made of cellular beeps And a heart that pumps just to sell you its beats And with this body asleep It's the American dream Mongering on the accounts of those counting their sheep A gold fountain of fleets Imposed mountains that mount foes As founders of peace So this hour It's the sound of the wolves That's fully accepted when it's preached And we're seeing it reach Eating away everybody at feasts Stomach what this means in the belly of I don't mean to preach a story that you heard before But y'all know it's a hard knock life For all my people who don't got nobody else So I'm gon' let you know that you're alright Cause I'll be honest, I don't bother feeling hurt and nervous It's harder to clean up when you done dirt on dirt We got devices to connect up with dispersed on purpose But ain't nothing working with the planet divided, the hands that incited the cancer can't manage to hide it We can't stand for the rise, but can't stand to be quiet We can't stand, lest the son of man standing beside us Messiah's alive and the fire can't damage his choir You can't trample the highest, you can't bandage his highness He died for us already, you can't kill him who's risen You can't steal what he's given, he's standing right beside us I speak in opposition to the madness I am not afraid of the plagues that are tactics Christ said I should pay what their taxes But I will never be a slave to the axis To the axis I will not bow I will glance to the heavens where my God's found Since he walks on water I will not drown And won't be afraid to speak in the belly of the I don't beast. mean to preach a story that you heard before But y'all know it's a hard knock life For all my people who don't got nobody else So I'm gonna let you know that you're alright Cause I'll be honest, I don't bother feeling hurt and nervous It's harder to clean up when you done dirt on dirt We got devices to connect up with dispersed on purpose But ain't nothing working In the belly of the